What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of Character. I'm your host, Ryan Satin, once again coming to you from Nashville. This week on the show, we got someone who I've been a fan of for a very long time, and this guy has such a brain for the business. I think you guys are going to love our conversation. Champa is on the show this week, former NXT champion, current Raw superstar, Tommaso Champa, now just Champa. But this guy's brain for the business is, man, it's next level. I think there's a reason he was involved in one of the best wrestling storylines of all time with Johnny Gargano. It's because they both are geniuses when it comes to pro wrestling. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here's my conversation with the one, the only, Ciampa. I like to start off each episode with the same question, and that's how much of your real true self is there in the character that you play on TV? Depending on where I am in the evolution of Champa, there's been tons and there's been, I've had to hide some or I've had to accentuate, you know. It, it Walk just, us through it, which one's which? It, it, it really just, it, but it's it's not like, uh, like, oh, for this six months, I you know, like when I had to do Blackheart, I would pull elements that I needed for Blackheart and repress stuff that I didn't need. And then when I had to do DIY, I did the same thing. Like there's always me in it. And then there's always parts of it that I have to, you know, make up uh, as far as the other stuff though, the matches and entrances. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty moldable and pretty easy going. Like if when you tell me the direction you want, I'll accomplish what you want. You know, I, I don't have to be too attached to it. So. Yeah. When I was reading an interview that you did, not long ago, I saw you talk about that where you were like, I'm a family guy, I'm a grown man, I have a kid, I have a wife, like that's what I care about. Like, so I do my job and I come in and like, I do what people want me to do and I try to do it to the best of my abilities, basically. Yeah, yeah I mean, and that's what it is. Like, you know, the the more I've gotten, in, in, it was part of the evolution at NXT at one point. At one point we had an acting coach come in and we have a, a number of them, but one I connected with. Uh, and he started working with me on just different stuff. And I realized, well, one, I, I never thought I was interested in acting until I worked with this guy. And then I went, oh, oh, I, apparently the stuff I love about pro wrestling is literally what acting is. Like, yes. I love storytelling. I love nuances. I love, you know, putting in little seeds and seeing who picks up on it. I just love it all. So in acting, for the most part, like you get this, it's a thought out story that has a beginning, middle, end. Uh, so we started working with him and doing a lot of that stuff, and I started to realize, like, oh, like, okay, like this is uh, this is this is something that I'm I'm intrigued by. Um, but it, it's it's funny how much it all affects your process of like I thought for a long time I had to just uh, wing things. That was I like to win. now with the acting coach, I was like, oh, I actually like to write myself out there are times that it's complete off the cuff like the, i just did a couple of raw talks there's no prep to that it's just go but i really like it when i can can write it and lay it out like that you know yeah i did acting class and i before you know i was doing this and stuff like when i wanted to be an actor and and i did the method acting and it's crazy how much that stuff can help you and and not nice. even just acting but like in other you know areas of life like whether it's wrestling or me it's interviewing and kind of being able to uh, relate to the person on a, on a different level. And, and I I remember that being one of the main things they taught us there was like, find out who your character is and then go writing like a whole bio on them and writing like what they've done, where they've been, who they are, and like knowing that character down to like the, the tiniest details. Yeah, because and that's what that, that, just to bring it back full circle, like that's what the job is, right? Like if, if I went on set to, to, there's a new Creed 3 coming on. If I go on set at Creed 3, and they're like, well, this is what your character says here. 
oh, I don't know, I'm not feeling that. Or, oh, I, well, what if, well, hey, we wrote out this two and a half hour movie. <laughs> and then you, you, it's just, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm sure the biggest stars have some input. Well, I was, I was literally know? on the way here. I was watching that David Letterman, the My Next Guest oh, show yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, sure, and he yeah. had Robert Downey Jr. on the episode I was watching. And he, we had a very similar conversation about this. And uh, he said that when he did the Charlie Chaplin movie, that it was Richard Attenborough's movie. And he like went on set like for his first day and was like, Dickie, like this script's a mess. Like, I think we need to change this, that. Like, you got to do this, that. And he said Richard Attenborough looked back at him and said, <laughs> we start tomorrow with the script that's there. Like, yeah. you're going to read those words. That's well, in the script. So there, well, there's times, I assume, and I, obviously I've never been on sets, but sometimes you hire an actor because like you want uh i'm trying to think of somebody who's oh you want vince vaughn to be vince vaughn yeah you want him to put his 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 humor on it but then there's other times it's like hey will smith we're casting you as ali you're gonna say what we think ali would say <laughs> yes, exactly. not what you think ali would say like so I, that's for me that's that's wrestling you know what i mean there's times where the doors open and they say hey yeah give us give us raw give us emotion give us you know, be in the moment. There's also times that whether it's a match, a segment, a promo, where it's, we need this accomplished because there's a lot of things in motion that, you know, I'm not part of and we need this accomplished. So yeah, I'll, I'll that's my job today. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's a really simple job and it's like, oh, enjoy that. You know, enjoy, enjoy the simplicity. Like instead of like for a long time, it was like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I need more, I need more. But, but then when it gets crazy, it gets, freaking crazy and it's stressful and anxiety and all that so when it's chill and calm it's like oh okay i'll enjoy this this is this is easy like you know thanks yeah i it was cool to see you on raw talk getting to do your thing the other day when you were going off on logan paul yeah that was and that was one of them times where uh they only had a question for miz and he just said uh is there anything with champa in this and they're like oh it's just the one question and he was like do you think you have an answer for it i was like yeah sure they so got something i was like yeah, sure you know, I always have stuff. Like I got a <laughs> got a phone over there with literally pages of notes because that's just what I. Anytime I think of stuff, I just jot and write. So it's like I got. It's just now. It's just in the bank. It's like whenever you need something. So you're I, writing I, promo stuff. All the time, yeah, literally. Uh, you know, and I've been for years. It was it was before I came to NXT. I started doing that. I started doing it. Uh, I'd say right at the end of Ring of Honor, and then I started just doing what I was just floating independence. I got really, like promos have always been a thing that have like mesmerized me. You know, the good ones, like yep. the Pipers and the Dusties. And then I started to find like, well, what are other avenues where promos are happening that aren't wrestling? Because so I think God, wrestling smart. becomes wrestling. Like, I just watched, uh, Dwight Howard was at the tryout. And yep. I just watched the Twitter thing. And he did this promo. Very entertaining. Did you see it? Yep. By chance? Yep. Entertaining. He was the Shogun or something. But my God, the second he started talking, he was a pro wrestler and this is how. So I was like, well, I, I hate the pro wrestling promo. I don't like that promo. So let me go to stuff I like. I started watching, you know, uh, monologues for movies that got me like the, the Rocky Balboa one. And he has a killer one in. And I, Tom Hardy has a lot of killer ones. I'd start to watch like interview clips with Denzel and, and Jim Carrey and stuff like something. And then I saw, oh, well, then I learned the whole world of poetry. I didn't know anything about that. And then I started to get into like, you ever watch any of those poetry slams where they- uh, Only like back in the day, I haven't seen, Ooh, I never watched them. Uh, dude, adult, you now. start going down that rabbit hole on YouTube. Now the delivery 
things starts to open up where all I can say like that, all my body language can do that. Oh, I can inflect here. And it, it just became a thing where like, it's, it's just part of my normal week to week. Now I, I only say we, it was day to day. I have a kid now. It's a little tougher. It's more of a week to week, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I'm constantly, you know, and anytime I get put in a position of a promo, sometimes if I doesn't come to me right away, I'll just go and what quote of this can I pull? And you know, I just, have it. This explains so much about you as a performer though, because like I've always thought like your promos are so next level. And I this explains why, because I, I've always felt like sometimes, uh, you know, people aren't doing that enough in wrestling where they're like looking outside of wrestling for yeah. inspiration and stuff. And I think that doing that, you're just gonna find the best performers that are, that are world renowned for their promos still, might not be in wrestling, but like you said, yeah. Technically the same thing. And it's it's hard. Like you have to almost train yourself to to figure out how it can apply. Like, you know who recently I got into uh Stephen A. Smith. Yep. You know, sports reporter. Yep, yep. He's a character. Of course. That's yeah. what he is. He's like I don't know what he's like in real life, but I know he's not that. You know yes. I mean? So it's just the same as Champa and, and, and Tommaso Whitney. Like I know what Tommaso Whitney is and Champ he's not Champa. Like Something happens with Champa where like some, like it'll be like boy and he just certain words come out and certain phrasing comes out that I never use in my real life, but it it fits that that guy. So I'm sure Stephen A is the same way, and he's one of those guys I'll watch sometimes. And, and the only reason it caught me is because he was on, and my wife was like, "Oh, I hate that guy." I think she said that. I, I don't like him or whatever. Oh, per like the trigger word. That's a trigger <laughs> word for me. Like you. You feel, yep. Okay, well, let me figure out why. And and then you, I started. Oh, he's got a lot of cool nuances you can pull from, like you you could steal some of his mannerisms and his facial expressions. Some of like, just some of his stuff is so arrogant, and you're like, oh, okay. Like you can pull it from anywhere. You just have to open up the avenue of like. How does how can I pull this into my my wrestling bubble, my world? You know, that's why I was watching David Letterman on the way out here, and I've been watching I've been watching the comedians and cars getting coffee because you can also do that for like as an interviewer. Like I'm 100%. watching those two interviewers and being like, I want to be more like that. They're real 100%. chill. They're funny. Yes. I want to be more like that. Yeah. So what can I do that make my show more like yeah. that? It's not know? brain surgery, man. It's it. Find something that you like. Somebody who's excelling at what you're doing, and then figure out how they're excelling. Like, What's working? I'll yeah, copy it's, that. It's, <laughs> it's really, it's, you know, it's a, it reminds me of like when Moxley was doing uh, Joker. I was like, like, he's just doing Heath Ledger. He's just <laughs> like, like, the promos were great. The material was great. He's just doing Heath Ledger. And like that, even that, that was around the same time as I was doing all my, my, my stuff. And I was like, oh, this is actually easier than I thought. Like, it just, you know, it's, it's the smart way to do it. Well, I love that we went down the rabbit hole of psychology for stuff like that because that's something that interests me, but I'm gonna get in trouble if I don't ask some of these other topics as well. So I wanna ask, uh, in the past, you talked about how the 300 day plus schedule will be tough because of your neck surgery. Um, what finally led to you coming to Raw now? So much. Uh, it'd be hard to put it on one thing. One 300 days doesn't exist anymore. So that was big. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that was something that just kind of recently became a shift, right? I mean, a pandemic, prior to pandemic, it slowed. And then now it's just a whole new game. Uh, the pandemic itself, the neck surgery and how it all went down. And I mean, man, I was home almost every 
single night of Willow's first three years. That's crazy. Nuts. To be like, a pro wrestler and to say that about your child, and nuts. and you were successful in the industry while doing it still. Yeah, but but and you know in in such in such a the weirdest scenario of yeah. all scenarios, you know, couldn't predict it. However, it just but the fact that I got to do that and you build such a relationship with your child in those first few years, stuff that they're never gonna remember probably, but just our bond now, and now like she's almost four and she can travel, she's here right now, uh, and That's she awesome. can travel with us to events and she came on a Green Bay loop so we could go to Milwaukee and see family. She's She's been on like three loops now and it's just like, it, it's so much change, you know? So having the time at home with her for the pandemic, the schedule changing for the main roster and just in wrestling in general. Um, those were two big factors. And then the success of the neck surgery. Like I was in, in I don't wanna say an abnormal amount of pain, but an abnormal amount of discomfort for years with my neck. And I kept a lot of it to myself because I just figured if I ever get a picture of this thing, it's not gonna look good. Until finally I had a, a stretch of stingers where they were like, we're taking a picture of this thing. I remember like, landing and having the text from medical of you have to get this MRI and looking at Johnny and going, I'm screwed. Like, I know no one has to, like, I know the results of this are going to be bad. I know what we have coming up. I, there's no way they're going to like, I just knew like literally just my stomach sunk. I was like, Oh crappers. Like if I could have just got through a few more and sure enough, I, mean, I was in, I was in like, uh, I think they called it broga. Like we were doing a thing at the performance center, like yoga thing. And they call me into the office and like, hey, uh, we got your MRI, MRI results and it was bad, you know? And I was like, okay. And then I go back to do yoga and they called me back and like, yeah, you're not doing yoga anymore. Like you're like, it was like, it was just, it was, it all happened rapidly, Ugh. but uh, I'm going down a different hole there. But the, the success of the next surgery, coming out the other end and going like, Oh, not only do I feel good, not only do I have function and strength back, I feel better. Like, and better than I could. You don't know the discomfort when it's your norm. And it was my norm. So now all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, like I feel amazing. I'm getting back in the ring. I'm bumping. I'm having matches. We do war games. Like, I, I go way overdo it in Portland just to see if I can. It's a personal test type of thing. I'm fine the next. And then that, that started to factor in. I'm like, wait. I thought I only had a few years left. I might have 10 or 20 years left. So once you start opening that up and you don't put an expiration date on your career, it was like, okay, well, what do I want to accomplish? Because I honestly felt like when I won the NXT title, like that was it for me. I've hit my pinnacle. I have this crappy neck. I'm, I'm probably on my twilight. Successful. And it was part of such a great storyline. Like and it was one of the greatest storylines in like wrestling history. So, yeah, like, I, icing on the cake and all that. But to then, you know, fast forward that and go, oh, now we have this healthy neck. Now we have this healthy baby and we had all this time at home. Just everything changed in, in such a great way that it was like, when I looked at the landscape, I was like, well, where do I want to be? Who do I want to wrestle? What do I want to accomplish now? I look at all those pay-per-views. I look at all the people on Raw, SmackDown. And I'm like, that's where I want to go, you know? Yep. So. Yeah, I'm happy though. It's been fun. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. no, I, uh, dude, you, it's it's been awesome as a fan to see you finally do that because I thought that it was maybe not going to happen. And so yeah, I and I definitely going into that neck surgery and coming out of it, I thought there was no way. I don't, you know, well, why would they want to use 
the guy with the, the bad neck. I don't even feel like the guy with the bad neck anymore. You know, I, like I, 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 I labeled myself. I truly did. I had myself in this. And now I'm like, I don't, I mean, I don't even remember it happened in, in some sense. You know, I never think about it when I'm out there, ever. That's, I never think about that's it. That's so I'm good. Saying. I know prior, like, these are the bumps I don't want to take, but I never think about it when I'm out there. That's, I mean, I think if you did, it would be hard to yeah. wrestle the same because yeah. you'd be second guessing everything that happens yeah. in the ring for sure. Right, yeah. Uh, last question before we get to the end here. Um, I was wondering, obviously, you had such a great career in NXT. I was wondering what your thoughts are on Triple H taking over Head of Creative on the WWE shows now. Yeah, it's a whirlwind, you know. I think for me, the the craziest, funniest part of it all was, I was like, of course, the most powerful man in the history of professional wrestling tweeted out his retirement. Like one <laughs> one tweet doesn't need more than 160 characters, no problem. It, it just like literally it blew my mind because I looked, I, I heard a couple texts and stuff before I saw it, and I looked, and I was like, this is like real. For sure, like it's for sure. I'm pretty sure we were like by the pool with Will or something. I was like, so I just kind of carried on with life. I thought he got hacked. I was like, he's not just doing this with a tweet. No yeah. way. <laughs> it's so that was honestly. And aside from that, I'm I'm not kidding you at all when I say I just didn't put like much more thought into it. You know, like I, I'm I'm in just such a different place in my life that I think my my initial thing was kind of like, well, I hope he's happy. I hope hope he I hope he stops waking up at 3 a.m. to work out before his meeting. You know, I just hope, dude, you deserve a retirement. You're 77, go enjoy And you're life. super rich, just like, well, go chill. Like, I would have never gone that far. I always <laughs> no say that way. about every like really older rich show. I'm like, why, why, <laughs> just go home. What do you got to prove it? But, it? but then maybe we would, I don't know. Well, that's, uh, that's probably why we're not at that level too. Yeah. Like we're like, <laughs> yeah, know, right, it's right. just part of the, how you're wired. But right even with that though, like, I, like you think about like, oh, hey, I'm gonna accompany Miss to SummerSlam. I'm already like, I wonder what I'll do next SummerSlam. Yeah. Wonder, wonder if I'll main event it in two years. Wonder if, yeah, like it's just your natural instinct is like more. Uh, but yeah, it was just like that. And then like, of course, Hunter coming off all that, the health and stuff. You're like, well, hope you're, I hope you're ready for the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, like, but shoot, man, obviously I have a good relationship with him and, and Steph and like the, their energy. You've been around them. It's very positive. Um, but I, I was also very much enjoying my time with Vince. And I think everybody who gets into this, especially from our generation, wants that Vince pat on the back and that bear hug and all that. And I was he was giving me great feedback and I was really happy with how things were developing. And I'm I'm still excited for it. it to me, so little has changed. It's it's hey man, when you give me an opportunity, I will take it and run and I'll control what I can control outside of that. Like, I, that's all I can do. Like, I will be fit, I'll be, my promos will be on point, my matches will be on point. If you give me three minutes, I'll maximize my minutes. And nothing changed, because that's what I did with NXT with Hunter, and it worked. Yep. And I wasn't gonna switch the formula for Vince, and now it's back to Hunter, I'm not gonna switch the formula for Hunter. It's just like, if, if you want me to change or do something different, let's, sure, let's have a conversation about it. Like, I'm not, I'm not above that. Like, I'm very uh, aware of, how how talented they are, how brilliant they are, how successful they are. So yes, please. Like, hey, Randy, you got feedback? Seth, you got feedback? Like, yeah, like that's the goal for me. Uh, I just want to get better. Yep. Like, you know, and, and once you stop putting all the other stuff on it, it, it there's way less pressure when your goal is, I just want to be better. Yep. Like, no pressure on that. What do you got to do to get better? You better show up and do the work. So for me, it's, 
doesn't matter who's in charge. I'm just going to show up and do the work. That makes sense. I keep seeing, though, since Triple H got, ever since Triple H, his name's headed great. Oh, memes, memes everywhere. The memes yeah, everywhere. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hour-long match yeah. with Ciampa every yeah, yeah. night on yeah. Raw now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm like, oh, man. Crap, I'm going to stop working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so nice. much for doing this. I appreciate it. We were a little short on time, so hopefully I can get you on the show longer. I have so much more I want to talk to you about, but really, I'm a huge fan of yours, so it's cool to get to do this for a brief period of time. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Bye, guys. All right, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. But before we get out of here, I got a little bit of housekeeping to do. Go subscribe to WWE on Fox on YouTube. That's where you can find this show on video every week, 9 a.m. Monday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific time, Monday morning. That's where you can find this show. You can find clips from Raw. You can find clips from SmackDown. You can find other clips from Out of Character that we post throughout the week. Stuff in the Community tab. There's so much happening on the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. So make sure that you are subscribed to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. Now, those of you who are watching on there already, what's up? I appreciate it. Hope I look all right for you. But also, I know your phone is near you, and I know that you might not necessarily have time to watch every single YouTube video, but you do have time to listen to podcasts. So go subscribe to the Out of Character podcast feed. That's where you can find this show every Monday, hitting your podcast feed, but also, on top of it, you're going to get a bunch of other stuff, too. You're going to get my Raw and SmackDown roundups, breaking news stuff, lots of stuff happening in the Out of Character podcast feed. So go subscribe on there. I'm watching you. I'm you, personally, who are watching this YouTube video. I know if you did or didn't do it, so go do it. Uh, and if you're there, leave a rating and review as well. It helps out a lot. Helps get this show seen by more people. Also, go follow WWE on Fox on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok. We're TikToking now. We're TikToking at WWE on Fox. We're posting clips from various shows there. We're posting videos that I'm in, having fun. So if you're on TikTok, make sure you follow at WWE on Fox. I'm also on Twitch. You can find me there, Ryan Satin Streams, streaming some old wrestling content. Super fun, having a blast doing it. All right, that's it. I'm done. Officially tapping out from now. Until next time, I'm Ryan Satin, and this is Out of Character. Download the all-new Fox Sports app now.